I've got good news and I've got bad news. All right, I want the bad news first. The bad news is I lost the air horn sound. I have no idea where it went. That's super depressing. Yeah. How will I go on? I know, right? But the good news is I've got the new soundboard all set up. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fart noise, fart noise, and more fart noise. Yeah, you know what I did? Spent farted. Yes. That's right. Every button's a fart noise, every so button's a you fart never had to remember which one it is. It was it was really easy to set up. I just set it so every button is a fart noise. Well, there you go. Yep. So let's get into the the show proper, shall we? Yeah, is we this, probably should. Is this episode 100? What episode is We're this? We're in episode 99. What? Nine times. Nine, nine times. Nine. Nine times. He's a like, real cool Like the dude. Brooklyn... The Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, the Aircon Pod Nine Nine. That's right. That's right. And guess what we have planned for tonight? Nothing special. Oh, just another of our goodness, of our voice goodness voice in your ear holes. Goodness in your face, in your ear holes, in your face. Yeah, people <laughs> people like to do that. They, you know, headphones have now been upgraded to full face phones. Yeah, well, since we're not going to have a, a headphone jack anymore That's after true. next month. Who needs it? Bluetooth, I have Bluetooth the for most life. annoying problem with my computer right now. Yeah, what's that? It's a, does it have a headphone jack? It does have a headphone jack, and, mm. and I'm listening to it on the headphone jack. But the problem is my Bluetooth mouse and my Bluetooth trackpad don't really work very well, and it's super annoying. Well, it's going to be even more annoying when you add to that the uh, iPhone 7 that's not working with Bluetooth, right? How do you know it's not working with Bluetooth? Well, you're saying you're you're saying right now your your MacBook is not talking to your no mouse. my my Mac Mini my MacBook oh. is working beautifully oh. as as <laughs> as exemplified by this. <laughs> the soundboard yeah. is now on the MacBook. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's unbelievable. Yes, it is. What whatever shall we do without fart noises? Uh, well, you don't have to worry about that. Cause... Can we live in a can can we live in a post fart noise world after episode 100 and just say this is this is the end of the fart noise? Is that what you really want? That would be great. I can retire the fart noise. This is the, yeah, retire to this episode. Just, just be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be much. It can't be much worse than episode 98. The the yeah. show the show of the air horn. <laughs> the most annoying show of all time. <laughs> Uh, I guess we should probably forget about my mouse woes and do an episode, huh? Sure. Okay. Sure. Why not? I got bad, sad news. Actually, you're the one that pointed this out to me. I did. Super Excellent sad news. I I didn't even. Oh yes, I had. I can't believe you didn't know. I did not know. I bet your your Twitter timeline was like blowing up, and you had no idea. You saw my you saw my notification. It really did. Like my my timeline exploded after that. What we're talking about. Uh, art is that because uh, he's the only one that would know. Um, Kenny Baker, the man who played R two D two, has died. He's, he's the only one that would know, or he's the only one listening. He's the only one that wouldn't know who <laughs> Kenny Baker is. Oh, they wouldn't died. know. They yeah. wouldn't know. Everybody else who listens probably it, already knows this. Is he because he's out to sea? He doesn't get notifications. He's actually he's uh he's on land right now. Oh wow! Yeah, great, great gracing land with his presence. Yeah, I think he's still walking a little wobbly. You know, when you have been on a ship so long and like you have your he sea legs, he has land sickness. He's land sickness. That's right. <laughs> you like that? I do like that. It's it's the fact that it's not moving and the fact that he doesn't have a coat card. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So he did he opt not to get it because he had to pay for it? Well, he, he doesn't you can't get a coke card for real life. You can only get it for for mm. cruise life, so. Um, so That would be interesting if you could get it. They had coke cards. You can get a sweet frog card. Sweets. What is that? Uh fully rely on God. Awesome. It is actually. <laughs> <laughs> but they're frozen. You have to just delicious. Hashtag #blessed. I I don't go in there and talk about my religious views. I just eat their uh 
eat their would they i wonder i wonder if you would go in there and just you think they kick me out no i mean i'm saying like if you just ask them like some questions and had a a, you know a a very respectful conversation with them how much they would engage with you in that i don't want to have a respectful conversation i want to eat frozen yogurt Yeah, but while you're having the respectful conversation, then your daughter can have her mouth over the the uh, oh, cake you, batter. You're saying I should distract them so that she can just <laughs> funnel frozen yogurt Full, into I'm, her face. I'm telling you to fully rely on God. What the people are doing at the frozen yogurt station is is a separate matter. That's right. You're fully relying on God in the moment. No joke. For reals. If, if people are getting extra, you know, graham cracker, waffle cone toppings, and some people are, you know, testing out the, I don't know, double chocolate fudge swirl mm-hmm. flavor, mm-hmm. you know, which totally sounds appropriate for for fully relying on God with multiple, you know, sugar-based frozen yogurt. Or is it all sugar-free? I don't know. I just put it in my face. Because <laughs> it's go. yummy. So, as we were saying, um, Mr. Kenny Baker has passed away. So he played, we just already said he played R2-D2. Yes. And he, so he was a dwarf? Yes, he was three foot eight. Okay. I, I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is, but Dwarf. Was, dwarf. Okay. M- midget, right. is, midget is not the preferred nomenclature. That is not the preferred uh, nomenclature. Little, little person? I don't, I don't think that's bad, but I think they do prefer, they do early sign off on dwarf i'm gonna call him actor three foot okay. eight, eight inch tall actor sure Kenny Baker. sure totally fine um he played r2d2 as we know was, was he related to willow oh i'm getting there buddy oh awesome. so he was in he was in all of the star wars movies that r2d2 okay. is in including the star wars holiday special including on the muppet show including force awakens wow boom he was in Amadeus. Was whoa 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 whoa. Was he He was in one of the opera scenes. Like mm. Don Giovanni. The not the actual Don Giovanni scene, but the one where they were like parodying it in the other opera house. Sure. Uh he was in Labyrinth. He was in Time Bandits. He was in The King and I. Wow. And he was in one of my favorite all time films, Willow. He was in Willow. Yep. Look at he was that. in Willow. And Val Kilmer got to act with all the good guys. Yep. Kenny Baker. Warwick was, Davis. War, that's his name. War, Warwick? Like, Warwick Davis, yeah. He's Warwick like Davis. he's like uh, our generation's Kenny Baker. Is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Good for him. Good for him. Well, R.I.P. Kenny Baker. R. We'll R. run P. out for you at Earcom Pod. You weren't uh, a friend of the show, but you would have been. If could have been, yeah. He certainly could have been. been. Certainly could have been a friend of the show. Certainly had the the uh, the resume to be a friend of the show. Oh, for real. So for real. Anyway, hope you're uh, having fun, dude. Yeah, he's in that that little uh, less little less claustrophobic now. <laughs> he's in a great big open space in the sky. Yeah, no shit. Uh, so what you got, bra? Uh, we have a show. Yeah, what, for the show. Oh, for the you got show. some uh, some some possible. Let uh, me pull up the Juggalo cast. You got some what? some possible news on the uh, cable front. Oh, right, 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 right. So, uh, this is completely unsubstantiated outside of a potential rumor, and but it got me very very excited uh, yesterday. Was that uh, you know, obviously we love the we love the pool here, the Deadpool. We are fans. Uh, we are pro pro Deadpool at Earcom Pod. Um, and at the end of Deadpool, spoiler alert, uh, the the end credit scene, the Ferris Bueller esque uh, end credit scene, he talked about uh, Cable being in uh, Deadpool two, and then we had a lengthy discussion on some episode I don't even remember which uh, about Cable and his links with Deadpool and the history and blah blah blah, um, mm-hmm. and some actors that were maybe listed for it. Uh, he suggested Kira Knightley, right? Um, for Cable, Mel, Gibbs- Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. These these were Deadpool suggestions. Kira Knightley, uh-huh. Mel Gibson. Yeah. I can't remember the the other one, but uh, so. Another name that's been recently floating around the ether to potentially play Cable is none other than my crush, my TV crush. 
Super friend of the show. Coach Taylor, a.k.a. John Rayburn, <laughs> a.k.a. Kyle Chandler. Yes. That would be that, awesome. It would be amazing. And we'll talk more about Kyle Chandler later in the show. But you all know uh, the love that we have, particularly me, for, for this man. Um, and I think that he would he would kill it. He has you seen enough um, both in Friday Night Lights and in Bloodline and some of his other work uh, in terms of his ability to have some really good comedic timing, mm-hmm. uh, but also play the drama role well. So I uh, I think that would be excellente. I'm pro Kyle Chandler for Deadpool. I'm pro Kyle Chandler as well for Deadpool. He's he's got the size. He's got the size for it. Yeah, he's a um, he's a beefy dude. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a no big joke. Dude. No, no, not at all. So I'm uh, I'm excited when I saw that. So more to come um, as they nail that stuff down, and we'll just uh, have to wait and see uh, on bated breath. I hope it happens. Boom, I need to. Wow. So <laughs> if, if you're done spooging over Kyle Chandler, um, am I recording? Yeah, I am. I am. I am yeah, recording. Am. Okay. Yeah, just making yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a little bit of follow-up. Oh, I love follow-up. It's my favorite kind of up. Two uh, ups of the follow kind. Appreciate it more than the movie up. Not a big fan. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. It's all right. It's all right. Well, nothing happens in that movie. Yeah. That and Wally. I could just do I I really like Wally. (laughs) That's Enemy of the Show Kyle's favorite movie. (laughs) It is. All about the fat people. Yeah. Wow. It's because he's so insecure being thin. I don't know. Oh. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so <laughs> I have two bits of follow-up. Things are becoming so much clearer. So I've got some long-term follow-up. Long-term follow-up. Yes. we got to go back in the annals. Go back in the annals. I have no idea when we talked about this, but I'm pretty sure we did. I okay. didn't bother looking to see when we talked about it, but we talked oh, about... Of course, um, of, course, of course you didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother looking it up. Of course. Of so course. Uh, it must have been in May because this article says it was done in May. Uh, Netflix started Fast.com where you can check your internet connection yes. to Netflix's oh, yeah, servers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Tuesday of this week, they debuted the Fast Speed Test app for mobile devices. Oh, so okay. you can get that in the old app store. And uh, run fast.com on your wireless network, or I guess on your on your um, uh, cell network, I guess, if you really want to, uh, to see how fast your connection to Netflix is. So there you go. Boom. I'm going to have to uh, download that. What's what's the app called? Fast Speed Test? Fast Speed Test. It's $9.99. No, it's free. Wow. It's wow. free. Uh, it only like just like the fast.com, it only gives you download speed. It doesn't give you ping or latency or upload speed. But it's basically just to give you an idea of how fast you're connecting to Netflix. So and that's what it is. It's how fast you're connecting to Netflix's servers. So there you go. Fast speed test app. Excellent. For quick and simple internet speed checks. Boom. So boom. It does what it says it does. And then I've got follow up part the second. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard about this show, Stranger Things. Tell me again. Um, vague, vague. Um, Stranger Things. We've talked about it ad nauseum. It's really good, and everybody yeah. should watch it. It's amazing. My wife. My wife. Enemy of the show. Enemy my of wife, the show, Catherine from Chesapeake. Is uh, is now uh, sucked in. I think she's on episode three or four, but good she loves her. it. Yeah. Yeah, so good. She's a, so she's good. a fan. She, uh, she was watching the, uh, the Barb pool scene oh no bar and she, and she was like wait is that another is that like a uh alternate parallel dimension she was like very confused by the her being sucked into this pool that really mm-hmm. wasn't in this, this the empty pool and yeah so she's just starting to she's get just getting into it that's so exciting of the upside down it's the upside down so yeah. um so got a little story here this week i love stories and well, you want to hear a story yes, i've got a story please. for you once upon a time, Netflix 
has the show Stranger Things and also has a musical drama The Get Down, which I have not watched. And uh, I heard I was told I would like this by Netflix. It, yeah, Netflix told me I would like it. I just haven't had a chance to give it a shot. But uh, they've got these two shows, and um, they decided that they were going to release soundtracks for these two shows exclusively on iTunes and Apple Music. It's hmm. the only place you can get these soundtracks, at least so far. Interesting. So the soundtrack to Stranger Things is out. and Well, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Stranger Things Volume 1 is out. Okay. On, app, on August... Is it just 13 tracks of the um, Oh, it's way music? more than 13. It's... Okay. Uh, let me see here. It is 20... Uh, no, 36 tracks of, yeah, it's all some the of them, music. No, some but it's of them all, are probably very short, right? Some, some of them, them are, like are rather clips. short. Some of yeah. them are rather long, though. Rather. So, mm. Yeah, mm. it's mm. 36 songs. It doesn't say how many minutes, but um, but it's really good. It, it does have some super creepy parts, um, yes. but I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, so that's volume one. On August 19th, we're getting volume two of Stranger Things' soundtrack. And so when do you, when would you say that you listen to the do you listen to the soundtrack? I listen to it, believe it or not. Okay, I listen to it at work. Okay, so you're sitting there checking people's prescriptions, listening uh-huh. to the upside down. Yep. Mm-hmm. To to the Demogorgon, you know, track seven, the Demogorgon eats Barb. Oh, that's right. His uh, his Leviquin is correct. Track seven is entitled Eleven. Oh, the Demogorgon is is introduced, I believe, in track two, Kids. Oh, wow. Even because better. that's so, when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. So you're listening to this. and then I think you would like uh, track 25, Walking Through the Upside Down. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Is this is this the is this the uh, the oh. cop and the mom walking through the upside down in their little like 1980s? I think so. Or you would suits. like track 31, Lights Out. Or track thirty-two wow. hazmat suits. Wow! Yes, give me track thirty-two all day. How about track fourteen photos in the woods or fifteen fresh blood? Wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the blood on the on the diving board. Yeah. Right? So, uh, so yeah, I listen to it then, and I also listen to it. <laughs> You're gonna think I'm kidding, but I'm totally not. I listen to it when I'm going to sleep. Wow! I'm not joking. I don't find it all that like disturbing. Okay. I don't. I don't know why. So we we got volume one. We're getting, creepy people. It's, that's something like a creeper would say. That is like say. something a serial murderer would say. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think it's bad that I wear people's faces I, while I drive I'm, the I'm, car in their car. What's a refrigerator for if not putting <laughs> body parts in? Uh, so I fail to see the issues on the nineteenth, which is. Friday, maybe? I don't know. Thursday or Friday. I don't know. Um, Friday, we're getting volume Friday. two, which I don't know what's going to be in volume two. I don't know if maybe that's going to be like like 80s-style music that was in it. I don't know. And then next month, we're, they're going to release actual Ooh, maybe CDs. Maybe The Clash. Maybe The Clash. Maybe The Clash. Maybe mm. we'll find out if we should stay or we should go. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I'll know on Friday. You sure, certainly will. Excellent. Our lives are made better now that the Stranger Things soundtrack is available. Stranger Things Volume 1 is out. Volume 2 comes out on the 19th. Only on Apple Music. Yeah, and then like the CDs are coming out in September, so I assume it'll be out on other things in September, mm. but for now it's it's just that. There you go. Gotcha. Oh my god, we're only 20 minutes in and we're Boom. like almost done. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, it doesn't have to be a long show to be a good show. That's Boom. true. Hey, so tell me. I s- oh god. <laughs> hey, I you want to hear something funny? Yeah. I have a like some grain on my desk right here. I just noticed this. That's in the shape of Iraq, the country Iraq. <laughs> I just what? noticed that. You want me to send you a picture? Yeah, I would love for you. Okay, to. I'm gonna send you a picture of this. this a is grain? The grain in my um. Oh. How do you know what Iraq looks like? You don't know what Iraq looks like? No. All right, I'm going to send you this. It looks just like a rack. It better not be a picture of your peen. It won't be a picture of my peen. Again. Again. <laughs> so you saw Suicide Squad. I did see Suicide Squad, and I'm still upset about it. It hurts my soul. So tell me what was good about it. <laughs> uh, Margot, Rob- Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, was amazing. 
uh, amazing in that she was a good actress. Uh, that she she did well with what she was given. Yeah, and she's gorgeous. She is pretty damn good looking. Um, and she did the character well. Uh-huh. She did the Har- Harley Quinn character well, so I appreciated that because I, you know, fan of fan of Harley Quinn from you know where she was created, which was Batman the animated series. Yes. Um, not in comic books previously. So, um, so I appreciated that. Uh, actually Will Smith was surprisingly good again. Yeah. Did well with, did well with what was given script was shit, but, um, he was very likable. He, he stole the show when he was on camera. He was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, it's Will Smith. He's got a presence. And when he does some you know stuff like this, where he can kind of be himself and, just gotta have fun with it. Uh, it definitely shows. So I actually enjoyed Will Smith. Cool. Um, other than that, nothing. <laughs> the I mean, what did I? God, I, I sent a message to friend of the show, Chris from Glen Allen, or mostly from Glen Allen, sometimes from <laughs> DC. Right. Um, but uh, let's see. Let's see what I wrote here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. This was a long message. This was that. Yeah, this is that's where we saw it. Um, I said, "Oh man, Suicide Squad was terrible." He said, "Really?" And I said, "Script was atrocious." Yes, that was very much true. Um, felt like a supercut going from scene to scene to scene with no flow at all. I, I literally felt like that. Like it, there was just nothing tying it all together. It was just this cut. Okay, then we're gonna go to this cut, and then this cut. They had one point where they were introducing all the characters and they tried to do a Guardians of the Galaxy move where they threw all these words up on the screen. Oh, where it like on. gives them their backstory and stuff. But it wasn't even at least Guardians of the Galaxy did it as part of the story. Yeah, right? it felt because, totally natural because they were being captured. And then this was part of their like rap sheet or whatever that when they were in jail, this was just like thrown on the screen in this like puffy paint and all this stuff. It was so <laughs> terrible. Um <laughs> The big bad, the big bad was barely explained at all. Uh And then and then at one point, literally in the middle of the movie was completely absent for at least 45 minutes. Nice. Like we're doing something completely different. And they're like, uh, okay. Um, I said, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie was amazing. I actually really liked Will Smith, Mm -hmm. uh, despite some terrible lines he was given. We've talked about that. Uh, Okay, the Joker. Yes, Jared Leto. Literally, the Joker was just in the movie as the love foil, the love interest of, of Harley Quinn. Like his whole purpose in the movie was to get her, to rescue her, to get her back. Like he had no, it's just, and, and not, and I'm not discounting their love. Like obviously it, it burns, it burns bright, but, uh, it's just, the Joker could have been so much more than just this guy who just wants to get Margot back, you know, uh-huh. just wants to get Harley Quinn back. So it just kind of pissed me off there uh, because the Joker is such a fucking amazing villain. An ama- like, really amazing. villain. Have you read uh, The Killing Joke yet? I need to send I have you not, that. I have not. I have not. Um, I heard bad things, not good things about the movie. I heard not good things about the movie as well. Um, so I said I, I summed it up. I said I could go on and on. Not awful, but super depressing, in my opinion, given the source material. That's um, a shame. I love DC. I freaking love DC, and they're ruining it in the movies. I don't even think I can go see Wonder Woman now. They really uh, are ruining it, and and yeah. they like they just keep. I really uh, wish they could have made the movie that was in the trailers. Yes, that was a good movie. It seemed like it was going to be a really great movie. It's not at all. It's just and awful. Ike Barinholtz is in this as well, and he has like his real. I don't know if you know who Ike Barinholtz is. But uh, is he the guy from uh, Mindy Project? Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's pretty funny. He is, but he again not funny in this. Oh, and he was trying okay. to be funny. He was like force funny, and it was not funny. And he was a prison guard, and it was just not good. Uh, but it was it was a pretty awful movie. And um, okay, but people went. People liked it. People want to go see it. Yeah, it's made like a jillion dollars, right? I don't know. Right? I don't know. It's, it's the same thing with Batman vs. Superman. It's like, it's not a terrible movie, but it's just not what it could have been. It could have been you so know? much more. It could have been a, a fucking amazing movie with the, all those characters there, uh, the way they did. Like, they literally, the, the El Diablo character, they waited. They literally, it was like a two-hour movie. El Diablo. Yeah. It was like a two-hour movie, and they waited until like hour... You know, one hour and forty-seven minutes before they're like, "Oh, let, now let's go 
through the El Diablo's backstory. Oh, Jesus. And the movie, literally, the movie's like about to be over, and they go through his backstory. And, oh, God, it's just so terrible. So I have an important question about Suicide Squad. This is really important. Okay. How awesome was Jai Courtney? Uh, he was pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> he was pretty terrible. And and literally, then the, the fucking Killer Croc guy, yeah, which is just this, like, Louisiana bayou who liter- literally... Okay, so there's here's the other thing is the music. Was we'll he like not really like a crocodile? He was like a crocodile, and then he looked like a crocodile that was a man. But the fact that they made him this like dirty South black dude <sighs> that ha- all he had was these one liners that was like, "Yes, Massa, Wait I like a him." And I just pulled up a picture of this dude in the yeah. killer croc makeup, and that looks really bizarre. But it was just he every time they cut to him, he had a one like a like a ridiculous like down south pre, you know, emancipation proclamation like comment that was super racist. Like if I was that dude, like I'd be really upset that that's all I was given in that movie and that I still signed on to do it. But whatever. But literally in Game of Thrones. So this brings me my next uh, upsetting point of this movie is the music and the fact that they're like, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy had a lot of success because they brought like all these mu- this music in and it was really cool and they play all this cool stuff. It was part of the story. So I know. So <sighs> here, what, exactly. Again, part of the story. So what do they do? Oh, okay. The Killer Croc guy. We need to play Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh my god. Because that makes sense. I'm looking uh, we at need the to soundtrack pl- now. Rolling Stones. You're gonna cry because the Rolling Stones was in there in the beginning. Um, Spirit in the Sky, which they stole right from Guardians of the Galaxy, which was in that movie. It was Holy bad, dude. Holy crap! Look at this. It, it was really bad. So yeah, I, I've I've tried to move beyond it. It's been a week, um, but it's it hurts because this could have been an awesome movie. And I love DC Comics so much. You know, you do I, too. Why just are grow they up. shitting the bit so bad? I don't know, and especially with all the money they have and the license and the ability to do what they want, it really makes me mad at Jeff Johns, man. And and I mean, I know he had some role in this. I don't know to what extent, but. And I know he's been a little more heavily involved in the Batman movie that he's writing with Ben Affleck and Justice League, but it's like I can't go see Wonder Woman. I can't go see Justice. I can't do it. Yeah. Until they prove to me that it's not a it's not a shitstorm that is that was these last two movies that I paid money to go see because I I love DC Comics that much. And then and then on Twitter, like if you try to have a uh, you know a bad uh, a bad review of this movie. If you don't like this movie, you're paid by Disney and you're like a Marvel <laughs> f- fanboy. And so, like this one guy slash film that I, that Chris, you know, friend of the show, Chris and I list or uh, read on Twitter. Um, he had a really good article on his site about the review, and that's like exactly how I felt that you know I I deserve better. You know, as a DC fan, I deserve better than this this trash that they're putting out. Yeah. And I was like nailed. I was like fucking nailed it. And then he retweeted it, and then I got a bunch of people who are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is good. This is good. This is good. It's like, oh, this is bullshit. You you know you don't know what you're talking about. Like you Disney da 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 da. I'm like what the fuck? That's your opinion. I know. Like whatever. I think you know what you're talking about when you're talking about your opinion. I mean, I like I like Marvel movies too. You know, yeah. I love Deadpool, and I you know love Guardians of the Galaxy. And I even like Captain America, you know, Civil War and uh, Winter Soldier, um, like the first Avengers movie. But, you know, I love DC, but they're just shitting the fucking bed. Yeah, they really are. With their, with their movie franchise so, and their fucking EU, you know, their goddamn extended universe. I pulled up Suicide Squad on Rotten Tomatoes. 28%? It's 27 27. But the good news, good news is it did beat Ice Age Collision Course, which is at eleven oh, percent. So it's here, I, mean, I guess there's thing. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. I just but sitting in it, like I literally was like, this is the movie they're giving us. This is the, I mean, literally was like super two minute supercut, two minute supercut, two minute supercut, and then it was like just jumping back and forth and stuff, and it was just that's so disappointing. There was no there was no depth to character. To any of the characters, there was no the the script. It started with the script was just terrible. The I script was just awful. It's just that like there's a a finite number of people that can write and make good movies, and yeah. DC just lost out. Like they can't get them because they're guess. working for Marvel or they're working for whoever. I don't know. I just want to know like what their 
What what were they hoping to get out? Was that movie what the, what David Ayer was hoping to get out of Suicide Squad? I, I mean, think I, what I he was hoping. Not. I think what they were hoping to get out of it was the hundred and thirty three million dollars that they made. Yes, it's just it's, it's just, which is a real shame. It's awful. So I, I'm done. I'm done ranting on Suicide Squad. It just it hurts. It hurts my heart. It's um, a real shame because I you know I love you know, the Harley Quinn character, Deadshot. You know, I mean, Amanda Waller is a is a fucking amazing, what a great non, character, non meta human character in the comics. Um, what a great and, character, Amanda and Viola Waller's. Davis was not bad. She's you know, a really Davis, good actor. Yeah, again, she had, her lines were shit, and and the cinematography was shit. So it's like hard to what you can do with it. So I don't know. It was it was awful. It was really awful. So not bad, but awful. So there you go. Cool. Alright, can we talk about a good can we talk about a, a hopefully a good movie? Uh, certainly can we, can we, hope it's a can good I cleanse? Movie. Can we cleanse now? Like can, a like a colonic or like a juice cleanse? Yeah, I need that. I need I need a uh get your a, coming I in need, going. I need something from uh I think Danny Rayburn Seafood has something on there. Okay, on so we that. we got a new a new uh dish from Danny Rayburn Seafood Shack. Oh, nice. Oh, hold on a second. I just got blocked from this website because they I'm using an ad blocker. Hold on. <laughs> um, so we got a brand new Rogue One trailer. Boom. We did. Straight out straight out of the, the kitchen. Yeah, we've got it's it's Oh a, look, there's there's Iraq. <laughs> you see that, huh? It looks like Iraq. Um so uh so it was a it was a really cool trailer. It looked really great. Uh, it also kind of looks like Slimer the the table my my no, desk no the the image yeah of the grain looks like slimer from ghostbusters i think it looks more like a rack okay you know potato potato yeah exactly so um so this trailer i guess it it premiered on the olympics so i didn't see it i had to watch it on youtube um but uh it's about two minutes long it's a real trailer not just a teaser and um it looks amazing yes we uh, got to see I, so i watched it once didn't have time to watch it again so can you just go back through it really quick um i the only thing i remember was vader at the end uh um well i had a i had a, a thing up that was going to tell me all about it soup to nuts but um, Wired doesn't like that I'm running an ad blocker. Um, so you get to see like her like coming or uh, uh, Felicity Jones coming in and like I guess like befriending um, Diego Luna. You get to see her interacting with the droid, whatever. What is, what's his face? Alan Tudyk's droid K two SO. You get to see the two uh, Asian dudes kicking ass. You get to see uh, Ben Mendelsohn and his, uh, I don't know what they're calling them. I guess they're like stormtrooper type dudes. Um, Stormtrooper type dudes. Yeah, I think that's how it's listed in the script. And so you see all this stuff. And I mean, it's just, you know, kind of like a little, you know, this is what they're doing. They're going to like try to uh, steal the plans to Death Star. And then at the very end, you get a a quick look and the, uh, the iconic sound from a Darth Vader. Yes. I'm super excited about Ben Mendelsohn. Oh my god, he looks so cool in this movie. Oh, I'm silly excited, silly excited. I can't wait to see him in this yes, movie. Yes, I love Ben Mendelsohn. So it just it looks really. I'm gonna obviously gonna put a link into the YouTube clip and or the the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but I don't want to pull it up right now because it'll actually play it. Um, but it uh, it looked really really good, and you get to see a lot of cool stuff. You get to see Tie Fighters and Star Destroyers and the Death Star and all kinds of awesome, cool stuff. And it just made me even more excited. Boom. There we go. I'm very excited. I'm yeah. already excited. Now I'm excited plus one. Excited plus one. Mm. And I guess, I, I don't know if we knew this already. One thing that I thought was interesting was Alan Tudyk's droid character. He's got Imperial Insignia. I guess he was like stolen from the Empire and reprogrammed. Love that. But I think that's really cool because it looks like, you know, like the rest of the Star Wars universe, it just looks really lived in and everything yeah. is like dirty and, and used. And I really like that. Cool. I had, so I've heard that about you. Yep. I like it dirty and used. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Speaking of dirty and used, mm-hmm. it's been almost a week. So ah. you uh, have a, a review in progress of the titular game <laughs> of the summer, No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. Um, I haven't been as obsessed with it as I thought I would be. Um, because it's, it's the type of game. And I think this is why you're seeing some negative reviews. It's the type of game where you can quite easily get like lulled into just doing the same things over and over and over again. And like, if you end up going down that road, like it can seem like it's just, there's not much to it, but of course Mm -hmm. there is a lot more to it. You just have to like keep progressing forward and, and following the clues that are given to you and keep moving towards the center of the universe and all this stuff. But, um, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it is a challenge in that, um, to upgrade things, you have to like be smart about managing your inventory and like finding the right things and, uh, uh, making and selling things correctly. It, it, it can be a challenge. Um, it's certainly not a game for everyone. Because I think a lot of people are going to get an hour or two into this and be like, is this all it is? Like, like, I, what is the most enjoyable aspect of the game to you? To me, the most enjoyable aspect of the game. Um, uh, I really like the the fact that um, my stop, hard work stop, stop, seems stop. like it pays off. Like when I when I really try when I like really work hard to like get what I need wow. to get to upgrade something. I upgrade my ship or I upgrade my weapon or I upgrade my suit like you. You can tell like it actually affects your gameplay um, when you upgrade American, American Dream. Yeah. When you upgrade your mining laser on your weapon like and you start being able to mine things that much quicker like it's it makes the game easier. It makes it better. And so you actually feel like the the effort you put into it is worth it because the upgrades are actually noticeable and real. Um, and, but that being said, like there are some things that are just really, really hard to do. Like buying a new ship is really hard to do because as you can, as you would expect, a spaceship is very expensive. And so do you not do you not get a spaceship? You do. Okay, so when you start, I don't want to say too much in case people want to play it because I don't want to spoil anything. But when you start out, you start out on a random planet out the edge of this universe and your ship is next to you and it's broken. You have to fix it, which means you have to find stuff to fix it. So are you a human? Well, you don't really know. Are you given, so you just like the game boots up what happened. Your game boots up the first time, like where are you? The game boots up, um, you were on a random planet. You don't you, you you'll it'll tell you the name of the planet. And that's the other cool thing is they said, you know, you can rename everything. Technically, yes, you can. But you have to do it before you upload your discoveries to the servers. Because if you if you do that, which it make, this makes a lot more sense if you're in the game, if you upload your the things you've discovered, the planets and systems and plants and stuff that you've discovered, once it's uploaded, it's named. And every it like it all generates a name. So when you go to a new planet, it'll say it's planet such and such, and you can rename it before you upload it. But you don't really need to. So right, pause, for, pause real quick. Yeah, uh, I put a poll up on uh, the Twitter. You did, uh, and I and I misspoke. I misspoke. I wasn't saying it was Slimer from Ghostbusters. I meant to say it's the ghost from the Ghostbusters logo. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Uh, hashtag real talk. Yeah. So we're, we'll see. Um, so if you see that up on the Twitter. Um, uh, <laughs> so everybody, sure everybody check on that. It's very, it's very important. I'm going to retweet that <laughs> because it's very important. Um, it's so, real talk. Anyway. So, so all right, good. You feel like, uh, so you hard start, work, yeah, you hard start, work pays off American dream. I love it. You yeah, know, you manif- start manifest a, destiny. Right. You start on a random planet, your ship's broken, you got to fix it. And then like as you fix your ship, then you can take off and explore that planet. And then you can go off that planet and find a space station to sell stuff. And you meet other aliens and they kind of like nudge you one way or the is other. There, and, is there like Moss Eisley Cantina? Can like you go to a bar? Like You a never really interact with more than one character at a time. Mm. Um, but 
there are space stations where you can buy and sell things, uh, but you kind of like go up to each individual at a time. And then there's there's a couple of different. Um, I think he called them paths, Sean Murray, but they're kind of like different storylines you can follow. Um, that some seem like they would be like just incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm kind of following is one that is kind of like heavily hinted at the first couple of hours you're playing the game. It's like, yeah, you should you should come this way because it's like fulfilling your destiny kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. And it's been <laughs> like, uh, yeah, why would enjoyable. I not want to fulfill my destiny? Yeah, but if you're just like, no, I'm just going to explore like you're going to get bored real quick. Because, mm. I mean, as it, it is true, every planet's different. Every creature's different. Every you know, every spaceship you see is different. Like it's all different because it's all procedurally generated. But that being said, like the mechanics of landing on a planet and getting the things you need and meeting aliens and finding this and finding that are basically the same on every planet. So if you don't have a goal that you're working towards, you're going to get bored real quick. So does it, do you know, okay, now I need to go to this planet or are you Uh, just like, no, like, you know, like the way it kind of works is like the path I'm following. Like when I go into my menu to see where I want to to hyper jump to next, it'll have suggested places, suggested star mm. systems. So I just like go that way. And then there's another part in that menu where you can just like follow the path towards the center of the solar center of the universe. And then there's another mode where you can just freeform explore like all the systems around you, which like, I mean, I guess like that could be interesting a couple of times, but that's going to get real boring. Cause they're, they're all going to be like, they're all different, but, but they're all like, there's, there's nothing different enough about them to make you want to explore. Like, like people were saying, um, before this came out, they were like, okay, there's eight, 18 quintillion stars or planets or whatever. I forget. But they were like, it would take you like X number of millions of years to discover them all. Well, as mm-hmm. soon as you've played this game for a couple of hours, you're going to realize that trying to discover them all would be just the most boring, pointless thing ever because they're all going to feel the same after a while. Right. So like the, the thing to make this an enjoyable game, and I think that's what some people are missing, is that you need to find goals to accomplish or you're going to get really bored really quick. So... All right, but then. I'm really well, enjoying it. I really that's like one, it. That's one week in. You've got uh, like four weeks left. Three or four Here's weeks. the thing, though. Here's mm. the thing, though. Okay, what's the thing? F1 2016 is coming out this week. What's that? The new Formula oh, One F- game. F1. Yeah. Oh, it's coming out. Well, that's fine. Then you've got three weeks to play that. Okay. You're not you're not you're not in on the NASCAR anymore. No, I'm super in on the NASCAR. Oh, okay. I just I, I got to find time to fit all this in. Should I take my PlayStation oh. to Disney World with me? <laughs> I think I might need to. Probably because you really only have the real countdown is like three months. What and happens then, in three months? You will no longer oh, play Nintendo PlayStation. <laughs> I'm going to like I'm going to set my PlayStation on fire. It's 1985 all over 1985 again. Oh, but uh, I, I will say, like, No Man's Sky, I can totally understand why some people aren't liking it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're... I think it's a combination of... There they're was playing a lot it for the wrong... Re- are they playing it for the wrong reasons? I think they might be. Mm-hmm. I think they're playing it because they think it's like other games, and it's really not. And he, and Sean Murray even has said, you know, he's like, if you're looking at this game for, like, a combat game or a space trading game... Like it has those things in it, but it's not that's not what the game is. And he was like, if you're looking at this game, anything other than just a super chill, like fly through the fly through the universe and get stuff done kind of game, then you're kind of looking at it the wrong way. And I think that makes people's expectations not match reality. So I tried to listen more to him than to like the preview stuff, and I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. it a lot more. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, it's good, but it's not for everybody. You, you heard it. You heard it here first. I, yeah, you did. Because I said All it right. first. That's our show. I'm going to do a pick. Okay, go ahead. Do a pick. My pick is your pick because I don't have a pick. I was trying okay. to be clever. And what's, it didn't what's my pick? You said uh, Bloodline S2. Yeah, the fuck you waiting for? <laughs> 
literally says that. It literally says that. Okay. It, it so, does say that in the show notes. I should, like, screen cap um, that. Bloodline Season 2 dropped in May, and we talked about it. Um, uh, yeah. I even watched an episode uh, with the wife, mm-hmm. and um, we liked it. But, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a slow burn, and it, it starts out slow like you would expect it to, just like the last season. Yeah. Um, we got into other shit, and life happened and stuff, and uh, I got tired of waiting on the wife. And finally, now, what, two months later, three months later, mm-hmm. um, I said, fuck it. I'm going to get back into it, and I watched the entire season two 10 episodes so i had nine left to watch uh, i'm done and it was amazing nice. and i love kyle i love kyle chandler i love ben mendelson and i especially love john leguizamo i'm so excited that he's got a, killing it got a killing it in a supporting role yeah holding holding his own man with with sissy spacek can and, i can i kind of explain why i haven't watched it though and your girl what's your girl's name um oh i can see her face linda um yeah, Carna- Carnacion, I don't know. Yep, mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was in Robin Hood. Um, yes, yes, she was. She and made Marion. Oh, she was in The Abyss. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so the reason I haven't watched Bloodline Season 2 is because I sat down with my wife uh, probably February or March, somewhere in there. Yeah. To watch, rewatch, me rewatch season one and her watch for the first time season one. And she only got like three or four episodes in. And it was one of those things where she liked it, but she just didn't kind of get into it. So she just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And when, when it, season two came out, I was like, well, I'm going to wait for her to finish season one and then I'll watch season two with her. And then this, then that happened. And, and now I'm like, I'm playing No Man's Sky and I'm, you know, doing this and doing that. And I'm watching great British baking show and, and it's, you know, I just haven't gotten around to it, but I will. The great British baking show. It's a great show. That's my oh, pick. That's God. my pick. Stop. You should, stop. I'm, I'm putting, no. I'm putting stop. it on the show. Notes. Stop. The stop. great British. You stop. see me writing this? Yes, I do. Baking show. That's my pick. It's on PBS and uh, <sighs> it's really good. It's really, really good. Okay. Back to bloodline. Okay. Uh, you need to watch the show. You need to watch it soon. It is really good. I mean, they're putting on a clinic on character actors and how to deliver, uh, especially Ben Mendelsohn. The acting is so good in season one. Is there, but not there. Um, the the guy that, you know, the, the guy that plays uh, his son, mm-hmm. Nolan, Nolan, you know, was Nolan the same. Ryan? Was this, yes, Nolan Ryan. Was the same kid that played... Uh, young Danny in flashbacks in season one. Is that right? Yes. Awesome. Um, Is so that the kid playing. that played him in the last episode of season one? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's really good. And it's really all about like just them dealing with he what does happened. look like Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. With what happened in season <gasps> one and the after effects of it. What? Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Owen what? Teague, the guy who plays young Danny and was it Nolan? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh is <laughs> has been cast as Patrick Hockstetter in the twenty seventeen production of Are You Ready? Are you ready? Blade Blade Runner? It. Oh god. <laughs> Did you know that the Duffer brothers uh, uh they were turned down from making that it movie, so they made Stranger Things instead? Oh, well, I'm glad they made it. Yeah. So they, they were not selected to make the It remake. So they said, really? oh, fuck you. I'm going to make Stranger Things. Well, so, there you go. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I'm certainly going to watch it. And I'm going to make yeah. you watch it. So, Because uh, I know you love clowns. Maybe there's, a, maybe there's a bet in there to be had somewhere. So, Do you um, know who Bill Skarsgård is? I know the Skarsgård family. Yeah, but do you know Bill? I know, I know Stellan Skarsgård. He was in Anna Karenina. I know Alexander Skarsgård. And that's the only thing I really recognize. But he, um, he's playing Pennywise. Oh, amazing. So he's going to be your favorite character in it. <laughs> Can't wait. Super uh, So excited. anyway, Bloodline Season 2. Anyway, watch Bloodline. Watch Bloodline Season 2. It's really good. It's a slow burn, but it, it does well with a binge. It really well, is like an acting class, though. Yeah, it is. They, they, the script is well written. Uh, the characters are just knocking it out of the park in the 10 episodes. And it's not... I like it because 
they're not they're not wasting time on you know a 23 episode season where there's all these like little side stories. It's one fucking story, and then you know some branches with the characters and how they're adapting or reacting to it. But it's one story, and you're seeing that through the ten episodes, mm-hmm. as opposed to like moving all back and forth and around and da da da. And then finally, oh, finally, season finale. Let's get back to the ending of the right. main story. Like, ugh. so it, it's much more of a progression through the season, um, and a quick one because ten episodes. So. Uh, watch it, guys. All episodes available on Bloodline. All episodes available on They're Netflix. They're Netflix is, Bloodline. Is Bloodline. <laughs> they really should, but because they, they they do do like no press for this it's show. It's true. They do no press. They've you, done more press for uh, Stranger Things than they've done for Bloodline. And they've yeah, done very little so. for Stranger Things. I don't know. So Bloodline is excellent. Um, Kyle Chandler is just an amazing man. Uh, and... Uh, yeah. yeah. So, that's so my watch, pick. watch acting it. class on Netflix, season one and two. Yes. Yes. All episodes available online. Oh yeah. Uh, and the Great British Baking Show apparently on PBS. It is on PBS. You can also watch back episodes on Netflix. Okay. There we go. That is our show. That's no our show. More, no more today. To the next time you hear our wait, lovely wait, wait, voices. Wait, 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 wait. Great British Whoa. Baking Show. The oh, fuck God. you waiting for? The fuck you waiting for? There you go. Cheers. <laughs> so, for Nicholas, this is Brandon. The next time you hear our lovely voices, it will be to usher in a new era. A hundred <laughs> episodes for at Earcon Pod. Unbelievable. Pod a jazz exploration. So we'll have we'll have probably uh, some semblance of a regular episode, and then we'll also couple it with uh, an interview. Correct. Get excited. Get hype. I don't have an air horn. So it. It will be an interview. It will be an episode. It will be all of the things that you have come to know and love about your yep. compod in yep. the last three and a half years. Yep. So there you go. Holy so, shit. Has it been three and a half years? Uh, 2012, right? Holy God. Yep. So there you go. So for Nicholas, this is Brandon. Until next time with the 100th episode, have a nice day. Watch the Great Baking Show. Cheers. Cheers.